It's Wednesday, August 25th, and you're listening to a brand new episode of The Julie Dion Show with Jen Grant. Aww. Yeah. On today's episode, what what uh, what did we even talk about today? Oh, yeah, we got inspirational and motivational today off the top and discuss doing the shit that you just don't feel like doing on and off stage. So there's that. What else? What else? Why, why am I drawing a blank? Oh, yeah. Nirvana sued by Nevermind Baby. Woman who coughed on produce claimed coronavirus gets jail. Yes, that's right. Also, who was Typhoid Mary? And are we Typhoid Couple? Only fans to drop porn ban. That's right. And Captain Obvious asks, can taking a break from tech improve well-being? Yes. That topic. That's the yes. What am I doing? What am I even doing here? By the way, I just want to say thank you so much for for subscribing. You, dear listener, thanks so much for listening to our show that we do five times a week. We appreciate it. We don't uh, charge for anything, as you know. So all we ask is that you tell a friend, share the show, talk about the show. That's how we grow. And uh, that's that. We just ask you that this isn't conversation. This is one person. Hey, yeah, I listened to this podcast. It's two comedians. They've been, what do you mean two comedians? Well, they're a couple. Really? Like a new couple? No, actually, they've been together for 12 years. And what, what do they do? A podcast like once a week? No, five times. Five times a week? Are they insane? Yes, we are insane. Anyway, thank you for listening. I appreciate it. We appreciate it. It's fun doing the show. We love it. And uh, it's uh, growing to... Uh, it's it's good. We're building a community of people that's really fun. This is this is a good time. So thank you. Why, why, what am I doing? Why am I using up this valid, valuable space? Okay, so plus... Oh, also, The Daily Dose with Jen Grant. Your comments and a whole lot more. And... It all starts now. Now, why don't we do a take? Taz, wait a minute. Let's start again. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, this is Ron Vodri. This is Alex Nussbaum. This is Jason Fraser. This is Matt O'Brien. Hey, this is Ray Zwicker. All right, world. My name is Cal Post. Guys, this is Christina Walkinshaw. This is Eddie Delisepi. This is Adrian Spencer. Uh, my name is Timo. And you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Who am I talking to? What am yeah. I doing? Julian That's Dion a, Comedy Hour? You're okay. listening to the... Uh, Fuck some <laughs> See, I took the word out comedy. Changes the meaning completely, doesn't it? Not really, I'm overworking, but days in the holidays. Happy holidays. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. Now broadcasting live and totally uncensored. <laughs> From Lemon Press Studio in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Project. I was like half asleep on the couch and now I'm projecting. Hey everyone, this is Christian Potenza. This is Gay Trevor Wilson. This is John Paul, aka the Island Hipster. Hashtag Hipster Business. This is Steph Toller. Hey, this is Jake Goldsby. This is Sky Wallace. Hey everybody, this is Erica Sigurdsson, aka Ricky Siggs. Hey, hello. Hi. This is Howard Wagman. Hey, this is Peter Anthony, the PA System. This is Matt O'Brien. Some people like to, that's my rap name. This is Jen Grant, and you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Show you and me belong, just like the flowers, laughing all day long. People, I need to lose. Sing a little song, then take a shower. Julian Dion. It's, it's a show. It's not an hour. It's a show. It's okay. Welcome all. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Whenever you're watching this, welcome. We're listening, consuming this content. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant. Yeah, that's right. She's here. She's coming somewhere. I can hear her, I think, traipsing around upstairs. 
Coming at you on a Wednesday, August 25th. That's crazy. 2021 broadcasting, of course, from Lemon Press Studios in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Hey, hi, hi. Oh, there she is. Good morning. Made me nervous. Felt uh, never felt so alone. I feel uh, you okay. That you're looking for what? Oh yeah. Jen Grant is with us. You know we do uh, most podcasts pre-record their episodes. We do it live. As uh, Bill O'Reilly will sit with. As one said, "Fuck it, we'll do it live." <laughs> yeah, but I pulled away from the mic, so it wasn't as loud. In the, in the yeah, for you is it? Can you, can you talk into the My microphone? Ears. Yeah, there we go. Sigurd. All right. Go talk into the mic so we can hear you. No one can hear you. I could just hear the music and see your lips moving. <laughs> Well, it's my first time doing this, you know? Wow, yes. All right, welcome. Okay, so episode 421. Look at this. So anyway, yes, as I was saying, we are live at our new time of 10 a.m. So you can interact, leave us some comments, talk it up with Jen. Take it up with Jen. There. And of course, available on all major podcast platforms. I say this every time, just to remind you. If you are, of course, listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. It makes all the difference in the world. You're so bossy. I'm having a non-alcoholic Heine at 10 a.m. By the way, this new schedule, now we're starting to shift. Now 10 a.m. feels early. (laughs) Last week, it was like, oh, what do I do with all this lead-up time before the show? And it was like, wake up early, getting tired. Now, alarm goes off at 8, and I'm like, woo. Especially when we watch The Handmaid's Tale until 12.40. I know, living like uh, the crazy life over here. Ooh. We, uh, yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm like tired. Yeah, I feel okay now. I, yeah, I, I do, but when the alarm went off. Oh, yeah. I could have so slept another two hours. Sl- slowly, successfully transitioning our schedule into more of a performer lifestyle choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We were at Absolute Comedy last night. It was a good time. It was really fun. You killed it. You did too. Did a bunch Nailed of new material. It. Yeah, it was fun doing new material. It's been a while and I <clears throat> I just made myself do it. Like as a comic, it's like, you know, throwing yourself out there and putting out new material that you've never tried is what's exciting about it. If you didn't do that, it would be boring. I I would find it boring. Well, you kind of like you, you said that time you you worked with um with Louis C.K. that he uh, he has that crossroad in his head where you know you go to do new material or old material. You always want to do old material because it's like, but you never feel good after. It's like no. scrolling on your phone, like when you mindlessly yeah. scroll, you never feel good after. Same when you do mm-hmm. just like material, old, tested, and true. You know, works. You just get off stage and you're like, yeah. Well, like the nature we want to. I don't know why humans are like this, but we want to just be lazy. Yeah. But it's not the secret to happiness. You got to push yourself I know. To, to make yourself not be comfortable. You want to be lazy because on paper, it seems like lazy is like fun. You're like, I'll relax. I won't do anything. I'll watch stuff. Yeah. But it's incredibly depressing to be lazy. Mm-hmm. I've, I find I'm productive. When I'm productive, I feel so happy. I saw a quote. Let me see if I can find it real quick in my phone. I had it here about yeah, because m- motivation. When, when you are lazy, go ahead. it feels good to be lazy after you've been productive. It's not like you can never be lazy. Yeah. But when you're relaxed after doing shit, that's the best feeling. I saw this quote, uh, took a screenshot and it says a big, it was a tweet. A big misconception is that you need to be motivated to get rolling. Yeah, don't. I don't like the way he wrote this. It's just like mm. <laughs> space. Uh, you don't. Uh, research motivation often follows action, not the other way around, and that's how I feel. Say that again. Um, okay, so a big misconception is that you need to be motivated to get rolling. You don't. Research says that motivation often follows action, and not the other way around. So in practice, you don't need to feel good to get going. You need to get going to give yourself a chance at feeling good. It's true. 
that is really true. But that's you. You flip it in your head. This tweet by Brad, uh, what's his name, Stelberg, is bang on because you think oh, I'm just not motivated to get going. But once you start going, and that's for anything. And that's another one of my my big challenges is changing tasks, like changing completely. If I'm doing one thing, mm-hmm. let's say I'm working on booking shows, and then I got a shift to work on the podcast. I have a hard time making that mm-hmm. shift. I'm just like in that show booking mode. Even if I go, I'll do 30 minutes of this, but shifting to a different activity, mm. I find well, tough. But once I, st- you just do it. You just push through and do it anyway. Because once you start the other activity, then you get in that state. And within a few minutes, then you're going. It's fine. Mm. But it's just to, that hump to get over it. Right. I think that's the way I just push through that yeah. feeling of not wanting to do it. And do it. Well, there's that book too. Um, what's it called? The work uh, or the art? Uh, Insane Clown Posse in pictures. Are you okay? That book? No. Oh. The Art of War or the War of Art. <clears throat> that what's the famous one? The Art of War. Yeah. Okay, so it's the the War of Art. Um, and and he says in it like the basically the essence of the book is the difference between the professional and the amateur is the work right like you have to just do it you have to do the work part if you don't then you're gonna stay at a certain level yeah so all that to say when you do do like like you did last night and force yourself and did all Mm -hmm. a bunch of new material you feel it feels so good after Mm -hmm. better than when you do if had you had gone up and done like a ironclad set and done just as well or better you you felt better doing pushing yourself so sure. if there's anything to draw from this is uh, just get off your ass and do it. Just do it. That should be a slogan, a tagline. That would be a good <laughs> yeah. one. I know. I thought of that too. That's why I caught on. Uh, <clears throat> caught on. Um, oh, this is cool. Laura said she passes by the absolute marquee on her way home. So he, she sees your name every afternoon. Ooh. So cool. Oh, awesome. On that marquee. As close as I am getting to a show for now, she said. And Vicky uh, DeVoe says, solid advice already. I feel excited to perform new stuff, but feel lazy to get going. It's just our nature. It's like you just have to be your own. I think that's why personal trainers work well in gyms because you, it's almost like you need someone there to tell you what to do. Well, yeah. Well, we've talked about this for life coach or business Mm -hmm. coaches. They don't lay on you wisdom that's earth shattering where you go, holy shit. So glad I hired you. They just make you do the things that you already know you should be doing, but you avoid doing. Yeah. Like when we worked with uh, we. Ugh. <laughs> I worked. I'm an individual person. I worked <laughs> with a business coach, and it was I got results because she would keep me on a schedule of like, okay, do this, do that, and again, it was all stuff I knew I should be doing in my business, and um, but it just keeps you on track. So when you do those little things. It's all about just the get up and go. That's why this 75 hard, which we're slowly trying to pry back into and get into our li- lives. But uh, like feel we're, it, we're doing I feel loose. It's still in. Yeah, yeah, it's still in. I'm still absolutely I, in 100%. I do, I do everything. The only thing that I gave myself an exception on, well, you know, I still drink. But that I set out with those rules. Right. Um, heat wave. I... I'm yeah. like, I'm not going to force myself. I was doing the exercises during a heat wave. I was feeling sick. That's like, fine. As long as we can, conti- like, as long as that mentality is there, like just yeah. like kind of like that structure. And that's the big getaway takeaway from the, the 75 hard is the uh, get up and go. It really instills that in you that like just doing the shit that you don't feel like doing, like things that suck yeah. while you do them. Working out sucks after feels amazing. Not Actually, work, don't not even working mind out work. while it's happening. Sometimes, if you do it when oh, you have yeah. some energy, like yeah, I don't. I hate working out late in the day. Like I hate it. And yeah. I remember doing it one time, and I was like, ooh, like I was mad at the weights. You know what I mean? I was like angry that I was doing it at <clears throat> yeah. in the afternoon when you have no energy to work out. You actually genuinely have no energy. Yeah. And I'm not talking about you don't think you do, and then once you start, you're fine. I you need to know yourself. Like I have to work out early in the day. Yeah. Well, the the point is just getting it done. Mm-hmm. For me, true. Me. Not for me. Doing it sucks. After feels amazing, but not doing it feels the worst. Very true. V true. Hi, I'm Julian Dion. 
fitness and motivational speaker. Laura says it's so easy to not be accountable to yourself. Excuses are endless. Isn't that so true? Yeah. It's that's the thing. It's the easy road. You know, it's uh Well, you know what? Uh-huh. It's the easy road, but just to sorry to cut you off. No, no. This is what I do in the show. No, no, no. That's, that's my role. On, but the five second rule, that Mel Robbins book, yeah. is one of the most valuable lessons because excuses, because your brain makes them up within five seconds. I, I, do, I still use that all the time. The premise of the five second rule is as soon as you have a thought of something to do, whether that's a task or uh, getting out of bed in the morning or anything at all. Mm-hmm. As soon as you have that thought, you have five seconds to do it. Otherwise, your brain will convince yourself to not. And it's so true. And you notice that once you start applying that in regular life, like in my, my cold showers, for example, uh, I start hot and I don't like the feeling of the cold shower. Like at least at the beginning, I love it towards the end and after feel amazing. But that five seconds I go, okay, time to go cold. I have five seconds. Otherwise I go, well, I can miss a day. Warm's fine. I, I don't really, I get, I get energy for like 10 minutes after the shower, but after that it levels off. It's not, and it, I start convincing myself to not do it. So you go five, four, three, two, and you just get up and do it. Same as waking up in the morning or whatever. Or I just did it this morning. We, I got up, whatever, made an espresso, went back to bed with my phone just to look at topics for the show. And then I'm like, no, get up. I did five, four, three, two, jumped up out of bed. I am. I had said. To, I had said that I would be uh, off coffee. I'm trying to wean off coffee. I don't think I want to. You don't? I thought we did. I decided to. I know, to. but I like it. I like. Caffeine. I don't know. I had a. Uh, 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 I'd been thinking about it again. This is my life. Always quitting something on and off. Coffee <laughs> on and off. Oh, coffee. Okay. But this is the thing. I'm on this, this quest for endless, boundless energy. Yeah. And when I started drinking coffee again, I had gone like six months, and I started again like two months ago. Uh, I um in May when I got the first well, vax. Maybe I'll try. And as soon as I started drinking coffee again, I started having to have naps. Uh, I started needing naps. I was like, oh, so tired. And you have- does Before it aff- that, I was level energy all the way through. Does your co- does coffee affect your sleep at night? Do you yes, think? it affects everything. Do you think it affects your sleep at night? Really? Absolutely. And oh, uh, now I'm tempted then. And then Jordan, yeah. our social media manager, was she just mentioned it? All the benefits of of uh, yeah, quitting really, on Sunday, and I was like, that. "Yep, I'm done. That's all I needed." But since then, since Sunday, uh, two <laughs> days in a row, I was like, "I'll just do one shot of espresso." I end up doing two. <laughs> And so today on Wednesday, this is my failed second wean. <laughs> so do you think the only way you can you can do it is if it's cold turkey? Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to wean, but again, I mean, cold failed turkey. second wean, wean today. Why don't, <laughs> why don't you do the wean? Oh, I love the wean. I don't know why that's making me laugh because I'm thinking of the wiener. I'm thinking yeah. wiener is a funny word, eh? Yeah. Oh my God! You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Wiener, it's funny. <laughs> Why don't you do? Have you considered doing one Nespresso regular calf, and then the second one decaf? Or do you think like what's the point? I just think what's the point? Yeah. I just want to feel again when when I was I saw a picture in my phone from May eighteenth. Mm-hmm. Not to not to whatever. Uh, 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 here we go what's this oh, no you're gonna but post? I, I just uh, it i f- i felt on may 18th i felt and looked the better than i okay. ever have in my life okay let's do it i guess let's do <laughs> and, it and at that point i was off everything uh, caffeine every I, I just felt good and and i saw a picture i was like wow i, f- I really I just have deteriorated in three months yeah but what about what about when you wake up tired what, i look forward to that way it has to wake up it really does, but I after like that feeling of but that, this, it's it's back to that thing of this is the our problem with instant gratification, yeah. Where you get that jolt right away, feels so good, and you feel amazing when you have caffeine. All of a sudden, you start having ideas. Your creative juices are flowing. You're yeah. feeling grateful. You're all happy. That is amazing. But the trade-off is you're going to be exhausted this afternoon. Like, really tired. But I don't get exhausted. Oh, though. I do. Well, everyone's different, so... Well, because Jordan just said something that really... She she said, at 100, 100% it affects your sleep. She said, I've had the deepest sleeps the pa- past couple weeks. It really affects more than you think. Even at night, eh? Your anxiety overall, your night. Yeah, absolutely. It affects everything. So... 
Jordan, I want to know since you're watching right now, you know that feeling when you're like, oh, I'm tired, but I get to have my cup of coffee and it's going to wake me up. Do you, because I know you have decaf in the morning. Do you find that it gives that psychological like burst that's still? Wh- like, does it still help you feel like you're, it's waking you up? And that's why it's been tough to, uh, to quit because of that moment. I wake up yeah. in the morning so tired. Like I'm like, morning. Ooh, I'm going to have that shot of espresso and feel yeah. great. So, which is why I'm on, I'm on my again, failed second wean. I don't like that I've did did that now. That thinking (laughs) of a title because now it's an extra thing I have to do before the show. Like I I go I go go live at I go live at nine fifty one so that at ten it's actually on like the show starts. Yeah. Well, that's what I aim for. Sometimes I'm later, but uh, well, you were early to you caught. See, I need to uh, come down here at like just, just, five to ten. Yeah, just think in your head at ten we're live. Sometimes I, I start the countdown at ten, but the the goal is start the countdown at nine fifty one, mm-hmm. the nine minute countdown. So by the time we stay, say good morning, it's ten o'clock. Wait, I thought you said you didn't want to have to go back and write failed second wean because you did write it failed second wean. Yes, I did. Well, you don't have to change anything then. No, I don't. It's fantastic. Yes. But that's why I do it. That's why I come up with a title for the episode before, then I find a way to lead the conversation and wedge it in some way. So like a little thing I do. Because the, like, other, the other was w- really good today. The other way around, if I come up, if I, I just don't title the episode, then we do it, then I title it. Then I got to go everywhere and change the title. It's too much. But it's added this extra thing I have to do. So now it's like it was 9.48. I'm like all the topics ready to go. And I'm like, oh shit, a title. So I'm like thinking of like what... Or, so I've given myself an extra task. Aww. I know. Jordan said, yes, it definitely does. When you have the decaf, it mimics that. Placebo I, effect. I like mm. that warm beverage, sitting, reading my book, waking up in the morning. It, I don't know. Well, try a decaf. See it, if it if it will have that placebo effect. I can't imagine I that if you're I'll, outside I'll, on the front deck with your book and you're feeling good and... Jordan had a headache for five days too. Yeah, That's it is, what prevents me. There is a, um, there's definitely a withdrawal process, but it's worth it after. I think. I think anyway. I'm gonna have to do a wean. What? Uh, honestly, you know what helps if you get out of bed and you. It doesn't have to be cold. You can just shower and and brush your teeth right away, and you feel better. Like it's like okay, that wakes you up. But I'm I've been trying to get you to do the cold shower. It hurts my back just thinking about the it. The cold shower for how long? No, you just turn the water and relax and just let it let it flow. <laughs> Come on. Let it flow. Let it flow. The uh, all right. It's enough. Did you see this? This is crazy. The Nevermind, Nirvana Nevermind, the iconic album. The baby on the artwork. Mm-hmm. You know, we all know the iconic album cover of the baby underwater swimming is now yeah. suing Nirvana over claims of child pornography. This isn't the most insane no, no, thing no. I've ever heard. Yes. No. And by the way, this kid, I just saw, I've, I've seen him in interviews like in, in recent years of like, the Nevermind kid all grown up and he's, he talks and like how they came about to uh, using the picture and all this. And he's been milking this. This has been his claim to fame. He's the Nevermind baby. Now he's suing Nirvana over child pornography, claiming that he wasn't uh, able to give consent. Come on. You fuck off! Yeah. I want to see what this guy looks like. Uh, So he must be what? Like 20, almost 30 he must be, I'm guessing, because the album came out in... Yeah, he was a newborn in 91, so that would be 30 years. There you go. Mathematics. So ridiculous. Spencer Eldon is suing the band for child sexual exploitation. Come on. You fuck off! Yes, you said it, Karen. Saying he was unable to consent to having his image used for the iconic 1991 album. Oh my God. Nirvana's surviving members and the estate of Kurt Cobain have been sued by Spencer Eldon, who appeared as a baby on the cover of 1991's Nevermind. Eldon claims the band violated federal child pornography statuses and argues that child... Uh, argues child sexual sexual exploitation. This is so infuriating. Ugh. This is just like the landscape of the world we live in now, and what what people think they can do or should do. I mean, what this is crazy. 
This this how many um let's see how many copies of this how many copies of Nirvana never mind sell 30 million copies it's the picture of a baby underwater and he's naked and this is like how they they uh you know how you teach your babies how to swim yeah you just throw them in the pool and someone took a picture and they they use I'm trying to find a picture of the guy <laughs> just google google him yeah i did okay so spencer, spencer eldon spencer eldon here, I'll, I'll also Google it, and I can pull it up to show people. But, it, I mean, this is insane. What, what is... Is this guy... Maybe he's, like, desperate for money or something. It's got to be something. Like, someone got to him. Some... Look, this is him posing with the album cover. Yeah. In just, like, uh, like recent years. Like, this this was his whole thing. Like, people... Who was he related to the band, I wonder? I think it was all kind of random. I mean, he has told the story of how it came about, but I don't remember the details. I don't think... He, he's not related to anybody. But this is just like... He's even recreated the, the picture here. Yeah. Did you see... Which is kind of pretty cool, but... Anyway. <laughs> but now he's suing, so... I mean... <clears throat> Yes, the baby's underwater. That's the album cover. The baby's underwater, and there's a dollar bill and a fish hook. Uh, so collectively, Spencer, you can go right ahead and. Uh, you fuck off. I wonder if he'll win. I wonder if, like, given, I can't, Im- I can't imagine that he'll, he'll, he'll win. I think what will happen is, the defense will probably. Uh, pull up all of the interviews he's done over the years and how it's been his whole thing like this has been this guy's identity you know what i mean right all of a sudden um in a lawsuit uh that also named uh, photographer kirk weddle uh and the label behind the album's release eldon claims he was he had suffered he has suffered quote lifelong damages and says his legal guardians never signed a release authorizing the use of any images of Spencer or his likeness, and certainly not of commercial child pornography depicting him. Come on, is is every picture of a uh, of a of a naked kid child pornography? Well, I wonder if they. Am I being naive by by be, thinking this is insane? If they didn't show his. Um Pinai? Yeah. But the thing is, I have a I have a picture with my sisters in the bathtub when I was a kid. Is that child pornography? Well, no. Okay. Well, why is this? Well, was your was that picture on an album cover? No, I don't know. No, no, no. I, I I'm just surprised. I feel like today we were talking about this yesterday. I feel like certain things wouldn't wouldn't happen now. Yeah. I, that's one of them. I really don't think. Like, I'm actually really surprised that. His penis is showing on that. He's also suing for distribution of private sexually explicit materials. But it's not sexually explicit. It's a newborn baby naked. I mean, is that sexually explicit? Yeah, I know. Because he's naked as a newborn? I know. I mean, does nude just constitute sexually explicit no matter what the content? Good point. He's also yes, he's also suing for distribution of privately sexually explicit materials, negligence and what's described as a sex trafficking venture. So Nirvana had a sex trafficking venture now. Well, I mean, you they bring, were in the business of sex trafficking. Point. You bring a good point because if you're a deviant, if you are a pedophile and you look at a picture of a child, you look at it through a lens of being a deviant. But if you are a healthy you know, functioning person, and you look at that, you don't. So you bring up a good point. It's like, should we not? But this is so in. You know what in I mean? But the yes, but what the the wording here is what's infuriating. Sex. Nirvana was a sex trafficking venture. Can I check something for a second? What? I, I'm just getting a phone call here that I should take. Oh, sure. Two seconds. And. Eldon was forced to engage in commercial sexual acts while under the age of 18 years old, but there was nothing sexual, <laughs> no sexual acts about this. He's a baby in a pool. Am I wrong? Am I, am, I could be wrong. I, I'm not, uh, 
certainly not defending child pornography. Obviously, that's not the point here. What I'm what I'm saying is that this isn't child pornography. So, I mean, that's the thing with doing podcasts in one take live like this. You you have opinions on things. You discuss things openly. Things can be taken out of context. But I'm not. So just I think that's I I don't think I have to say this, but I'm not obviously not defending that. But I um. Why would he be forced to engage in commercial sexual acts while under the age of 18 years old? I mean, this lawyer has really gone to town on milking every possible angle on this uh, on this thing. A trafficking, sex trafficking venture, sexual acts, well, commercial sexual acts under the age of 18, lifelong damages, and um, unauthorized use of any images. That's crazy. Everything good? Yeah. Eden is seeking damages, attorney fees, and injunction and prohibit all parties from continuing to engage in unlawful acts and practice the, the described here. But and also, why now? Why why 30 years now later suing? Why not uh 5 years after the fact or fi- like I I know that's not a good well, argument they have for, had to get permission from his parents? I guess they didn't somehow. I don't know how this photographer got this picture without the permission. The permanent harm uh, he has approximately suffered includes, but is not limited to extreme and permanent emotional distress with physical manifestations, interference with his normal development and educational process, lifelong loss of income and earning capacity, loss of past and future wages. This is insane. Past and future expenses for medical and psychological treatment, loss of enjoyment of life and other. I guess as a lawyer, you just throw everything you can at it and see what sticks. I, you, if you throw so much at it, so many charges, you got to go, well, they'll... They'll see that at least one will have to... St- I mean, it's just crazy. I feel like if he never revealed who he was, it wouldn't have affected his his life because no one would even know who that baby was. So, But how would it affect lawyer, him negatively? Yeah, but that lawyer... Well, because people are like, eh, you know what I mean? Like, if you're young and that... No, but... But this is a long list of damages, claim like claimed damages. Absolutely. I mean, I mean obviously, this is a bit of a, you know... This is somebody trying to make some Like if something. I was the Nirvana kid, I would just be the Nirvana... I don't know. I've, it's not like... I don't know. I I could be being uh, insensitive here. I just don't... I think this is a, a crazy lawsuit. Oh, it is. Weddle was a fr- Weddle was a friend of uh, Eldon's father, Rick, which is uh, how young Spencer ended up on the album cover. Oh, okay. Weddle calls up and sa- was like, Hey, Rick, want to make 200 bucks and throw your kid in the drink? Rick told NPR in 2008, I was like, what's up? And he's like, well, I'm shooting kids all this week. Why don't you uh, meet me at the Rose Bowl, throw your kid in the drink? And we just had a big party in the pool and no one had any idea what was going on. Spencer was reportedly sent a platinum copy of Nevermind and a teddy bear. They just want money. Why don't you just say that? Exactly. Why don't you just go, listen, they've sold over 30 million records. This is a, a legendary album. Uh, it's been all over um, the world. It's, it's v- so known in pop culture, just that image. And my son got 200 bucks for it, or I did as the father. Let's, um, like, there would should be a way of approaching this as a just like, this is what I think would be fair that's owed to me because I signed a bad deal or whatever, but not uh, lifelong damages as a uh, commercial sex trafficking venture. I mean, what are we, insane? Yeah, good point. I'm sure that they're going to have a really good lawyer that'll just... Obviously, he is good because uh, it's... uh, Yeah, it's... um, Already, like, the the, the charges, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, they'll have a good defense lawyer as well. Yeah. We need to start, like, enough of this, like, going back in history and... Yeah, uh, I know. That is really getting annoying, I find. Like, some things need to... Some things need to be done. But then other stuff... Come on. Come on. Like... Come on. How much do we beat ourselves up for the mistakes we've made before? And, I mean, some, again, some need to be acknowledged, but... Some others, like this... I feel like is an innocent they didn't mean anything by it. Like what about yeah. what about that? 
maybe moving forward, like, you know, changing the album cover so that you don't see explicitness. Like, moving forward, don't create any more of these pictures. Mm-hmm. How about that? that? That's reasonable. Yep. You know? Or like, um, you know, uh, books that that say inappropriate things or things that are hurtful that affect people, then don't make any new copies that include that. No. that that's reasonable, I think. Don't you? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Do you remember the story last year in the beginning of the pandemic of a woman in Wilkes-Barre? Wilkes-Barre? No, not Wilkes-Barre. How do you say that in Pennsylvania? I remember you had a gig there back in the day. Wilkes Bar, Wilkes Bear. I don't know what you're talking about. This place. I can't see. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I never had a gig there. Yes, you did in Wilkesbury. Yeah. I don't remember. A uh, what was that club in Scranton? I don't know. What's going on? As if you I remember, remember that club. That. That, 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 that I don't remember the name of it though. It was like yeah, they had a few locations, and you did one of their like on tour gigs in Wilkesbury. Okay, one second. Can you give me a minute there? What? Are you... I remember being in near Scranton, and well, I remember us. We had. I remember we stayed at that that hotel. Let me see. I'll just find out. There's Scranton Comedy Club, but I know that's not it. No, Wisecrackers. No. Yes. Okay. There. Wisecrackers. You did a Wisecrackers gig I in Wilkes-Barre. I don't remember all those little things. Anyway, a woman last year, the beginning of the pandemic, uh, Margaret Ann Serco, um, was uh, at a supermarket and uh, started coughing and spitting on pro- uh, produce, <laughs> saying that what? she had uh, COVID. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was like one of those... Um, she went into a uh, Garrity's supermarket location and... Um, she coughed on fresh produce and other merchandise while yelling she had the virus and everyone would get sick. Um, she, anyway, she's going to jail for a year. Whoa. She didn't even have COVID at the time. She tested negative. And um, she she now wishes she could take it all back, but she's going to jail for a year. Imagine that when you're in the pan... In, it's the beginning a of a pandemic. crazy. I know. It's a long ass time. Why a year? That seems excessive. Well, I don't know. I guess you just don't go in a grocery store and spit on produce and say that you have a uh, the virus uh, a virus of a during a global I guess pandemic. She could have she could have had it right. Yeah, and then affected people. Yeah, a year just seems really long. Like she's obviously mentally unwell. I know. It's like, what are you in for? Of just a beanie? You? I spit I on an it. apple. Oh, no, sorry. I was just gonna. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, no. no. <laughs> I spit on an apple <laughs> like really loud, too. Like it spiked the levels just because he wanted to get it in. Okay. <laughs> the one time uh, I actually. Yesterday, someone tweeted, uh, you know, about not blaming. Not blaming the uh, this Harvard professor tweeted for thousands of years. Martin Kuldorf. Kuldor- tweeted for thousands of years disease pathogens have spread from person to person never before have carriers been blamed for infecting the next sick person that is very very dangerous ideology he's not wrong which is it is dangerous ideology but the internet was quick to point out that yes dummy uh carriers have often been blamed for uh infecting the next person when it comes to uh uh, uh hiv um IV drug users and all this when uh, for for uh, AIDS anyway, but then people started pointing out typhoid Mary. Someone was like typhoid Mary, meet misinformation Martin, which is funny. But uh, typhoid Mary was a woman who had this uh, a thing. This um, hold on, sorry. Oh uh, yeah, I see what we're doing. Typhoid no, fever. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, not fever, is it? I'm just trying to get the name of the disease. I thought it was. Is it typhoid? Typhoid. Typhoid Mary was. Yeah, it's typhoid fever. Okay. So she was an Irish-born cook who lived in New York after immigrating to the U.S. It's and a it bacterial infection that can spread throughout the body, affecting many organs. Without prompt treatment, it can cause serious complications and can be fatal. 
Right. Yeah, it, oh, yeah, you're right. It is typhoid fever. It says See, it I didn't remember Wilkes-Barre. Oh, but you remember typhoid fever? Yeah, Wilkes-Barre was like not relevant in my... Was I like know. One it was day. one night. It was literally one night. Which is... Uh, anyway, it's ca- uh, it doesn't matter what it's caused, but the disease causes symptoms such as high fever, headache, and like you said. Anyway, she was... It was found that she had... Um, in 1907, she had the disease and she was a cook. So she was sent to this island alone, upstate New York, um, Brother Island, to live in isolation. She came back out of isolation and then uh, started working in another kitchen and infected 25 people. A few people died. So she was sent back in isolation for the second time until 1937 when she died. So she was in isolation for 30 years on this island. Wow. Alone with typhoid fever. And um, is it weird that uh, that seemed relaxing to me? Very. I wished I was Typhoid Mary. Typhoid Julian? Yes, Typhoid Julian banished me to the woods. You would hate it. Oh, I would live off the land. I'd be forced in isolation for 30 years. You think that you would like that? You would hate it after one day. But it's not like isolation, like you're in prison, like you're in a cell. You're just on an island by yourself. I mean, you'd be with me. You'd also be Typhoid you Jen. You said by yourself. Yeah, but when I say that, I mean you. You'd be Typhoid Jen. I'd be Typhoid Julian. I we'd be the Typhoid couple, and we'd be in isolation in the woods. We, we excuse me for thirty years. We need to come up with, um, you know, Benifer. We need to come up with something. The Typhoid couple. No, the when we refer to ourselves, oh. like, we'll be annoying that way. No. Because, you know, we're always saying we. We. So annoying. But anyway, typhoid is stupid. Typhoid Julian. Call me Typhoid Julian. And also, OnlyFans has dropped the porn ban. So. So let's. uh, You'll be able to. um, To uh, dress as a dog and take dildos. Remember that one? You pulled up that story. Yeah. Well, she's uh, going to be allowed to continue on. So, I mean, when, on I hear stuff, when I hear stuff like that, I'm like grossed out and also impressed that people are so in touch with exactly what turns them on. She's, she's I'm making like, wow, six you're figures. very aware of yourself. Right, I know. Like that know. is a self-awareness <laughs> that's like, wow, how did you even find that out? Like, how did you find out that sticking, I don't know. I know. Yeah, like people... Well, like this woman, toes turn you on how do you know that like i know and it's like incredible this that specific one people sorry i'm cutting you off it's but okay. keeps uh, go ahead no no but this specific well this one was so specific she would dress and act as a dog like eat out of a dog bowl and stuff but then uh have like a six sex machine pounding her from behind you know what i mean it's like yeah like you know when people say you shouldn't judge people it's really hard not to judge that right i'm like ew well I don't judge her because she's like, people will pay me for this. Sure, I'll do. Like, I would, I would do that. Please don't do that. <laughs> if someone was like, you want to make six figures a month, you just have to act like a, a dog. Please don't and, do that. And ride dildos. You I'd would be like, not. all right, yeah, just stay no, here in the you studio. Would not. And, <laughs> but you're right. Like how, like for people to know that that turns them on, it's incredible self awareness. I don't even know my blood type. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then my last topic I had before we're getting married, eh? You can't, you can't go on OnlyFans and act like a dog. And no, there's certain things. Can we put that in the vows? Because that, no, we can't. No, we we can't do. I need to list some vows. It'll be awkward in the church, but I want to list all the things that are required so that I can't be a cam boy. Or a cam pooch? No. Like certain things need to be detailed, I think. Well, so for, let's say for $330,000 a month. $330,000 every month. After nine months, you've made a million dollars. All I have to do is come on camera and <laughs> act like a dog <laughs> and ride the all dildo. But $330,000 a month. Yes no. or no? Well, no. No. But there's no like. I don't care about money that much that I'm willing to be married to someone who does that. No, you. No I would one, divorce you. Would people know? I, I will the, divorce you. What if, if I do it with a bag that. on my head? No, 
What if no one knows it's me? They just like what if what if people are so specific and niche they discover that their turn on is a gentleman caller that uh, acts as a dog with a bag on its head? What? I'm so confused at this point. <laughs> I know, I have I so many Let's move on. But all of a sudden, when you were like, "I have a bag on my head," I'm like, "Oh." Would you not tell anyone? Nobody. I, it's not about for people knowing. It's strictly money. I still don't want that. Our house would be paid off after a month. The next month, we'd have we buy another house. Like you know what I mean? It would change our lives. I would. I wouldn't even <laughs> tell you, and I would do it. I would just if there was an option for me to be anonymous and do it and act it like hey, a. Hey, no. you should have said you should have been nicer in that whole thing of what you do with the money. You should have said. Mean? Instead of pay off a house, buy another house. How about like a big portion would go to like people who really needed it, like charities and stuff? No. Oh my God. You're, I don't know. I'm questioning. I'm seeing some character flaws here. You're like, I'll pay for the electroshock shock therapy uh, uh, that will make, uh, that'll erase the part of your brain that knows that I'm acting like uh, for. Uh, okay. This is a side <laughs> of you that's not attractive. The sellout part? Yeah. I, I just, yeah. And the electric shock you want to do to my brain so that you can do what you want. <laughs> Not what I want. I don't want to do this. I'm doing it because there's a there's a supply and demand. There's a, there's a hole in the market. I don't no want pun to intended. encourage that. <laughs> I do not want to encourage that. There's a hole in the market for a new hole in the market. <laughs> I, I do not want to <laughs> encourage. Gross. I don't want to encourage this okay. sector of the population. I don't want to supply... That demand. Right. And I don't want to be part of that. Okay? Oh, okay. Fine. I'd rather add some nice levity and and purity to the world. I don't want to add... Uh, I don't want to... I don't want to supply <clears> that <throat> demand. Um, there's this, uh, he- this headline. Digital detox. Can taking a break from tech improve your well-being? And then there's like this 10-minute read article. This huge article. Let me let me sum it up for you. Digital detox can taking a uh, break from tech improve your well-being? Yes. Obviously. Thank you so much. We'll be right back. Yeah, like do we really need articles on I know. that? I know. Yeah. I am so sick of my phone. I'm getting more and more addicted. I go through these periods where I just like the mindless scrolling. I, I know. It's uh it's too much. Yeah. On it on it so like such big portions of the, my day are just wasted mm-hmm. i hear ya. they've done studies you know 60 percent of the time it works every time okay um so i'm ready daily dose daily dose get the news from coast to coast Daily Dose, Daily Dose, all your news from coast to all coast. All the news and headlines from Jim Grant. You usually only do that when you wash your hair. I know. Did you? <laughs> no. Can you not? Can you tell it didn't yeah, smell? Yeah, I can tell that you didn't. Oh, wash why it. would it smell like? <laughs> <laughs> was it just, was I just waving around a wet cat in this room? Like, <laughs> what did it smell like? It was fine, but I didn't smell a lot of shampoo. It didn't smell like the usual. It didn't smell bad. Trust me, if you were the type of person that had like the the smell of not washed hair, I don't like that smell. I, I do. Really I have. Don't like that smell. I have uh, one time when I was on tour in 2019. Really yucky. Doing that French cross Canada tour, I was. Uh, my manager came up to me one night <laughs> and smelled my hair. I had a brush cut, and he goes, and he goes, "Yeah, it's time to wash it." <laughs> Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I've never noticed that. It smelled musty. It smelled like an attic. Oh, the house yucky. of an attic, not an addict. An you're attic. A little, you're a little bit yucky today. Well, what what are you gonna do about it? Okay. <laughs> it's on brand. Yucky. Are you gonna do the thing, or are we just vamping <laughs> to vamp? Here's <laughs> <laughs> daily dose for Wednesday, August twenty fifth. Okay. Yikes. Jeez. Yeesh. I didn't know we were on such a strict timeline you whipped your hair around i had to talk about it oh you know what i, I do like sitting up better it's it you looks, look better you're not in the shadows better. so yeah. much i do look better 
I'm vain enough to, and you know, have good posture, have good posture, have good posture, have good posture. Okay, so uh, the FDA uh, has approved Pfizer vaccine. We know that. I mean, we talked about that yesterday. I know, I know. Not, not to, I, know. I mean, you can no, no, no. talk I'm about whatever you want. I'm just reiterating and Got getting it. people back on track with this. So uh, they, I, I saw a story where they interviewed a doctor and I thought that he brought up some really interesting points. He said that... One of the things that people were concerned about mostly, I would say, with the vaccine, and he he said, was that they were mostly worried about the safety of it because it came out so quickly, right? Right. That was the big thing. But he did say, yeah, but he did say that they can test a lot of the safety, and the safety is mostly in the two months coming out of the vaccine. Two months. What? Well, they they find out if it's safe within the two months following the vaccine rollout. That's the thing that they paid attention to most. Then after that, what FDA, for instance, will look at is the efficacy. And now they have learned that that's why they've approved it is because they've realized, oh, it's effective. It's very effective. They were mostly worried about the safety two months after. I read the efficacy has now dropped to 66%. Because of the Delta variant. Mm. Go ahead, Jenny. Well, they said that um, this vaccine, yes, uh, this doctor said, was extremely well evaluated more than any other vaccine in history that he knows about, that he's aware of. They said it's unprecedented that, that this vaccine came out in 18 months, but how can we assure skeptics that it's okay because it's only 18 months. And he said that the research was never better in medicine. Said that everyone, uh, all the scientists put all their eggs in one basket. And this vaccine that you're seeing are the winners out of many, many, many other vaccines that were were attempted. So that should help. But, you know, people will still be skeptical. They also say that herd immunity is not possible without children getting under 12 getting vaccinated. It's just not possible. Well, because it's a large chunk of the population intermingling with everyone. Yeah, they say due to the increased transmissibility. Why can't kids get it? I think they still haven't tested it. Well, it's FDA approved now. I I know, true. I don't know. I don't know. And uh, they say that uh, because of the Delta variant that is now dominant in Ontario and much of the world. Uh, herd immunity is broadly defined as the point at which enough members of the population has resistance to infection by either a pathogen or antibody pathogen from antibodies generated or uh, through prior infection through prior infection or vaccination. Anyway, they say that uh, individuals under twelve will not be vaccinated when they are expected to return in in-person learning in September and are therefore a population where Delta will uh, circulate as more community-level public health measures are lifted. So uh, as a protective measure, people a lot of people are backtracking. Uh, p- people, provinces, whatever, um, backtracking on mac- mask mandatory uh, wearing. <clears throat> and I wonder if that will happen in New Brunswick because now now Manitoba has said no. We're, we're oh, they're going go back. back to masks. Manitoba is. I wonder. I, yeah, I wonder if New Brunswick. But it's funny to see how many people still wear them. People are still weirded out, like freaked out, like they're yeah. like, ooh. Yeah. Well, when we got to New Brunswick, it was like a couple days after the mandate had been lifted. We popped into a needs convenience store on our way in, like a gas station. <clears throat> Did we tell the story? You went in maskless. You're like, yes, no mask in here. I went in and I go in mask, mask. I didn't even make it in. I just saw all the masks inside. I was like, I can't, I can't, I don't have the confidence to. I know. Anyway. Crazy times. So yeah, so they are doing that in Manitoba as a productive measure against the Delta and possibility of a fourth wave. So hopefully kids will be vaccinated soon. Um, Because right now, basically, that is essentially why everyone is still wearing a mask and is um, it's and it's because of the protection of the children under 12. So um, and we didn't mention this because I don't I I think it must have happened in the afternoon yesterday. But Charlie Watts, the drummer of Rolling Stones, uh, passed away at 80. Yeah. Um, he joined the Stones in 1963, and 
Um, I guess he had announced that he would not be able to tour with the Stones, which is incredible that the Stones are touring. It's insane. In 2021. And not only just touring, but putting on an insane show still. Yeah. I mean, pretty incredible. Like, at this point, they should not stop until they actually have to stop. I, I mean, why, might as well go down in history as the... The I mean, well, that, you don't, you, the uh, most longevity on tour. I mean, yeah. how freaking awesome is that? And they put on these insane shows. And Mick Jagger is there flying around on stage and still. It's so awesome. Have you ever seen the Stones, no. Jenny? No. I saw them in 2005, sure already a long time ago. I'm sure they're amazing. On oh, my God. Insane. Five. I was never like a big Stones guy per se. I mean, I, lo- I like their music and I respect, obviously... Yeah, but I saw them live and it was mind-numbing. Yeah, how awesome it was! I it was just it. incredible. I what a it. show! Anyway. Yeah. One second, I wanted to talk about something that I actually didn't. Did you see Kanye West ask courts to legally change his name to Ye? Mm-hmm. What's that all about? Easy. What do you think? What do I think? I don't. I could care less. So why wouldn't they though? I thought you were allowed to change your name. You can, yeah. Then, like, what does it matter? Doesn't. Yeah. And I think that is your daily dose for today. (laughs) Are you just like scrolling topics right now? Like, um, Kanye's in court. No, no, there was one more (laughs) I thought that I wanted to touch on, but I hadn't had a chance to read it. Was it the Kanye thing? Yeah, it was Kanye, but I thought there was one more. But that's okay. That's okay. That's your Daily Dose for today. Daily Dose, Daily Dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily Dose, Daily Dose. All your news from coast to coast. All the news and headlines from Jim Grant. Time is at 10.52. Okay. I'm okay with wrapping her up. Wrapper. Wrapper up. Wrapper up. Julian has another show tonight, and he's going to be on uh, for the rest of the week. So tonight, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, two shows Saturday, and one show Sunday. It's a it's a big week, and uh, he's really funny. And you should go and check them out. Mm. And they do sell out these shows because mm. it's a really, really popular club. Do they have more than more than fifty now? It felt like it good. did feel like it. Didn't it feel like pretty full? Not yeah, full, but and I, I'm really used to the plexiglass now. I didn't even think about it or notice it. Like yeah. that was the first time where I didn't feel awkward and weird. Like I'm getting used to this new normal. Yeah, it's feeling like just fine. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Go and see Julian this week. He's really good and you'll really like it. And, you know, you got to take advantage of this because uh, we only perform there about once a year headlining. Yeah. So you get to see a really long set, um, especially on the Thursday, Friday and Saturday. You'll see a 40, 40 to 45 minute set of Jules. <laughs> Are you okay? Ah. Uh. Ah, yes. We thank you for watching our show. We appreciate it. We're doing another episode. (laughs) This is a Wednesday show. It's hump day, which means the middle of the week. We'll be back tomorrow with a new episode. (laughs) I've got to go perform in Plexi. (laughs) Glass. For an audience of vaxxed people. I don't do they do they need to be vaxxed to be there? I don't even know. I don't think they check that. No. Oh. They will in Vancouver though. Yennefer Grant. Coming up. <laughs> yes. Ah, 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 ah. Oh. I don't have anything. What did we talk about today? I'm trying to think. I don't even remember the show. Why don't you give it a chance? You didn't even give it a chance. Okay. I can't wait to go back to the resort. This makes me think of the resort. 
don't ask anymore I wanna get to the beach I wanna drink in the morning Have a cocktail By the way, if you are one of those people That go to the beach and bring a Bluetooth speaker You can go ahead and take a walk in the ocean And not come back <laughs> It's too much I don't care for these people that take it upon them To decide the soundtrack for the whole beach Yes, I'm talking to you, Keith sitting on your Bluetooth speaker. By the way, if your Bluetooth speaker has wheels, leave it at home. Thank you. Good night. Bluetooth speakers have wheels? I did not know that. Big ones do, yeah. Very true. I don't like that either. And I also don't like people who talk really loud on their cell phones. Remember that lady who used to take pictures with her daughter? Actually, her daughter wouldn't take pictures with her. She'd get her daughter to take pictures of her in her bikini. She'd be like, take another one. Let me see. No, I don't like that one. Let's take another one. Let's take another one. Do I look good in that one? And her daughter's like, uh, can I fucking build a sandcastle? This is a really tough song to sing. I know. I know. Uh, it's like we're not even singing. We're like, do you remember that time we went to a beach? Does it matter? No, it doesn't. None of this matters. What are we even doing this for? Questioning everything this morning. Oh my god. Yeah. Mmm, Jenny. Alright. Here's the thing. OnlyFans. Threaten to remove all pornographic content. Alright, I got nothing. Let's let's just wrap it up. Maybe, but it's the song. Sometimes the song, it will just, oh, funky in space. All right. No. Think positive, this is called. Doesn't this sound like the beginning of a 90s movie? Yeah, it sounds like... You see like a drone shot like through a neighborhood, like a, like a... Like oh yeah, it the, does. the rolling credits, you're like through yeah. a suburb, like yeah. white picket fences, nice greenery. Yeah. Then it zooms into a living room of a house, and you see like two yeah, kid, kids fighting, like, and then it keeps going through, and then out to the backyard. I, don't feel like doing a song. I know. It's hard to do when you don't feel like it. There's no. Oh, it's hard to do when you don't feel like it. It's hard to improvise a song when you're really not in the motherfucking mood, yo. You just want to take the day off, but you started doing songs every episode. Now everyone sings along. They expect it. <laughs> they expect it. They demand it. I rhymed it with it. That's the level we're at. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. I was gonna say. I was gonna rhyme it with it for a third time. Good night. <laughs> That's 30 se- it was a 30 second song okay that would be per- why don't we do that every single day a 30 second song and that one exactly really okay i'll take well, a screenshot of this okay go ahead do one okay oh, two wait, okay. three. Oh, oh wait no here we started out the show saying it's hard to get motivated uh-huh. you need to just do it then it'll create motivation uh-huh. now we've buttoned it we've put a big bow at the end it's Shit, true you've gotta really just show up you gotta show up you gotta show up i'm rhyming show up <laughs> show up. <laughs> why don't you just shut up oh, oh did you pause it no pause go it? ahead oh no but you no We both have the same. Is it wet? Oh yeah, we both have the same rapping technique where we hip hop, we freestyle, and then we rhyme the same word twice, and then we say that we just rhyme the same word twice, so we end up rhyming the same word four times. Uh. <laughs> you go shut up. You're so stuck up. I just rhymed up with up. So. <laughs> okay, wait. We have to do. That's the answer. That's thirty seconds. We know what we're doing. Good. Forget this playing around. It's not fun to listen to. We just, we yeah, always. It no, it's not. We always, well, maybe it is. But we, it's, I know. think it's a great idea to always end on a 30 second rap. I think the idea I just had is a great idea. Hmm. Interesting. No, ending on a fight. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Yeah, okay. That, well, that one's called heavy, so it's e- easy to remember. Okay. 
there. Oh, I don't like that. What? You know when people do talks or whatever, or they're teaching you something and they go, okay. Yeah. You just did that. I don't like that. It's very... uh, What did I do? I don't even notice. I don't know. You said something like, okay. Okay. Do you get it? I don't understand. Oh. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what I meant. Nice. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate you watching, as we always do. This has been episode 421, Failed Second Ween. (laughs) Oh, I love the ween. We'll be back tomorrow. Why didn't we sing about ween? Well, it's not too late. No, 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 no. We're good. It is too late. Wean you off. Come on. I've got a wean off my big weenies. (laughs) I like to eat weenies. Jordan is laughing. I've got a wean off. (laughs) Wean, wean, wean one off. All right. Wean one off. (laughs) We'll see you tomorrow for Thursday show. This week will be one of the week's first week back where we've done five full episodes. Wow. Hey. Hey. Uh, so we'll be back Thursday. Go to absolutecomedy.ca for if you live in the Ottawa area, come check out some shows all through Sunday with MC Brian Stollery. My first headline week in Ottawa. So come come through, as the kids Very say. Exciting. Happy Garbage Day. Happy Hump Day. Jen, I love you so much. Love you. We'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. And until then, watch your head. <laughs> it's just a waste of time. A beautiful waste of time It's just a waste of time The whole world wants a piece of my head But they all get a piece of my mind instead I roll over and go back to bed It's such a beautiful waste of time A beautiful waste of time It's just a waste of time A beautiful waste of time It's just a waste of time A beautiful waste of time It's just a waste of time